0: Coming to you
1: via the internet and your friends at pipesmagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine Radio Show. Happy breaking down, tearing up, cutting up, shredding, and recycling of the cardboard boxing day. Now I invite you to sit back, relax. The smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine Radio Show Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining Holiday-filled pipe-smoking podcast And I am your host, Brian Levine Coming to you one more time in the year 2023 And on this week's episode in pipe parts Well, I'm gonna start the, uh, yeah, by request uh, I'm gonna start the tour of my, uh, current pipe collection And we'll... We'll start it off with, uh, with um, uh, 62 pipes and 5, and I'll talk about that in, the, uh, in pipe parts. My guest is, uh, because we can't get St. Nicholas, so we got uh, Nick, the producer guy from the Get Pipe Podcast. A lot of fun talking to him, and you know, again, congratulations to them on 100-plus episodes now. Uh, we'll finish off music, uh, holiday music with uh, two requests from listeners. And we'll have a mailbag and then a holiday message at the end of the show. So stay all the way till that. And uh, yeah, uh, Boxing Day is appropriate around here because we are getting ready to make the move. We haven't moved to... Uh, so in, in case you've missed it, we're moving to Florida. Uh, we're moving to Florida because uh, in, the, in the future, we will become grandparents. And we were uh, well, near future, hopefully, uh, we wanted to be, you know, what closer to the, closer to the grandchild. The grandchild is going to live with the parents, my son and his wife who live right near Walt Disney world. So we'll be down there and no, oh, by the way, I guess I'll get to go to Walt Disney world a lot. So, uh, you may hear more uh, Disney stuff than you want to in coming episodes, but, uh, the move is happening it's not happening until uh, until the middle of January sometime for the official move, okay? So, mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. And don't worry, we will continue to have uh, brand new episodes of the Pipes Magazine radio show every Tuesday at two, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's when they arrive in your feed, and they're there for eternity, so you can go back and listen anytime. Uh, remember, if you listen on Spotify, there are some episodes that are not on Spotify, so you may have to go over to PipesMagazine.com to pick those up. And you'll, uh, you'll find them there. Also, while you're at PipesMagazine.com, uh, Kevin has updated the website with all the 2024 pipe shows and uh, pipe smoking events. So if you've got a pipe event, a pipe show of some sort, and you want it promoted for free, uh, email Kevin at PipesMagazine.com and give him the details, give him links, give him whatever you want. He'll put it up there. And also, if you don't want to do that, just go on to the forums at PipesMagazine.com, and there's an events and meetups forum thing there you can post right there. Uh, If you're looking for one in your area, check right there. All right, that's gone long enough, so let's get the show rolling. Everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go.
2: There's nothing quite like a good book or my genuine Missouri Meerschaum cob pipe. An American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. See for yourself at corncobpipe.com. Since its beginnings in 1876, Savinelli has become more than just a pipe factory. It's become a lifestyle. From sourcing the finest Mediterranean briar and partnering with local artisans to acquire unique accents, to expanding their catalog each year with new innovative series. Savinelli produces high-quality Italian pipes that serve as a reflection of your individual tastes. With a portfolio that ranges from rugged designs fit for the outdoors to elegant pieces destined for black-tie galas, Savinelli is more than a mark. They're a way to help you make your mark.
1: and we are back on the pipes magazine radio show all right i'm going to talk you through my pipe collection and then uh, in companion with this every time we do this i'll take a picture of most of the pipes that i'm talking about so that you can go on to the pipesmagazine.com on the radio show page and you can see the picture but i'll do my best to describe them Uh, this uh, to begin this section with i've got (laughs) i've got one part of my pipe collection that is purely a collection and there's uh 63 of them and they are all the pipes the tobacco pipes that are part of the disney uh, the disney pipe collection uh there's 63 of them they all sit on a shelf they've all got I don't I don't smoke them. I just buy them and collect them and add to them. I've never even sold one, even some of the really bad ones. Uh, but if you want to see them, you can go on to Facebook and search Disney Tabaciana Collection, and that's where I have a photograph of every piece of the collection there. And then the next part. Now I have what I call my actual smoking pipes, and I and you know I don't call them a collection. They're just a. Well, it is a collection because I own them, but uh, there's not a dramatic theme to them. These are the pipes that I smoke on a regular basis. And the first five that I'm going to feature and talk about, and I'm doing these in geographical order right now, are the five that sit on a five pipe stand on my desk. And from left to right in that five pipe stand is one of the Disneyland pipes. And that Disneyland pipe is a, it's a Sheraton second. It's a Sheraton billiard second, and it's the best of the smoking out of the Disney pipes I've ever had. And you'll notice in the picture, the stem was a hand as a handmade acrylic stem for uh, that was made as a smoking stem for it. So it's not the most beautiful stem, but that pipe smokes really well. And it's one of my favorites. I have the original stem. It's tucked away. It's an original Sheraton stem and it's terrible. Uh, To the left of, to the right of that is the pipe that I've owned in my collection the longest. And that's the Costello shape 12 that I've talked about before. That was the scratch and dent. uh, It was in the scratch and dent bin when I went to work at Hulk Roar in 1998 and that little Costello and I have been together since then. So 25 years now, uh, 26 years coming up. Uh, that little pipe is the benchmark for me for every Costello. And then going to the right is a Tonino Yacono, J-A-C-O-N-O, that I bought when I I probably bought it in 2004 or five here in Charlotte. Uh, from McCraney's when they were the sole importer of Jacano pipes. It's a smooth, it's an, and the theme of these five pipes is these are all with acrylic stems, so sitting out on a desk like this and, and getting sunshine doesn't hurt them at all. Um, it's a smooth with really nice grain. It's in that classic shape that I used to like, you know, that it, my, most of my pipe collection was, which is long shank, short stem, love the saddle bit on it. Now it's one of his older pieces so it doesn't have all the real fine detail working inside the stem. It's got the little draft hole, you know, the little beaded draft hole and and there it sits and you know and then it just opens up wide so it doesn't have the funneled draft hole in the stem. Uh, but that pipe has also been one that has just smoked exceptionally well for me. And I would imagine with the newer stem work that he's doing, I would imagine it would smoke a little bit drier, but uh, that's kind of been the benchmark for every Jacano pipe that I've ever had, and I and that one has, you know, been good to me ever since. And then to the right of that again <clears throat> is a uh, Lone Star Briar Works, and that's Mark Dominguez, who uh, was kind enough to gift me that pipe uh, after I had him on the show. And the reason it so it sits there and it does get smoked frequently because it's out where I can easily reach it. But it also very much, and this could be psychological for me. Uh, it's rusticated in the style of what Costello used to do, and this is because, and the, and the shaping is very similar to to Costello. And this could be psychological because if you remember, Mark went and talked to Mike Butera, who learned, you know, Butera learned a lot from those older, from those Italian pipe makers when he went looking in the 70s so there's a lot of hand filing hand work done to it uh it smokes really well so it stays there in that in that place of honor i guess in that five pipe rack Um, and it does have that costello-esque taste to me in style and the shaping of it is very costello and you can see the hand working in it so that's where it is and then the last pipe that's in that rack is the pipe that inspired me and uh, started the conversation with uh, Big Ben when I was working for uh, Brigham back in, uh, I think this was in early 2012. Uh, went to Frankfurt, Germany and met Albert of uh, Big Ben and saw this pipe and looked at it and picked it up. And it's kind of a um, picture. It's like a five inch short Liverpool. So it's got that canadian-esque rounded stem but it's really kind of short uh, or maybe it's just a short canadian beautiful little band work on it it's got an acrylic clear stem that you can see if you if you see it up close you'll notice that the acrylic is wearing or the blackening inside is wearing away from all the smoking uh but this was the pipe that inspired me and made me want to import uh, big bend pipes into the u.s which they didn't have a real presence at that time uh, the pipe does have a, uh, uh, it's got a heavy finish to it. It still smokes really dry, even though it's got a heavy lacquer or shellac finish to it. Uh, it stayed really shiny. I've never had it professionally cleaned or treated and it got smoked, uh, earlier today as I was, uh, just, you know, grabbed it and packed it and lit it up. And I was thinking, all right, you know, I'll start with these five and the 63, uh, you know, Disney pipes that are up on the rack that are just part of display stuff. So uh, that's the beginning of my walkthrough of the pipes uh, the other ones, you know, I'll break them down into segments over the coming weeks and months, and it'll go—I promise—it'll go a lot faster than just me talking about five pipes for six or seven minutes. But there you go. All right, comments, questions, email me Brian at PipesMagazine.com, and in just a moment, my conversation with
2: uh, Nick, the producer guy. This is Internet Radio. Hi, I'm Jeremy Reeves, Head Blender of Cornell and Deal. We know pipe smoking is a personal journey. That's why our small team of blending and production experts take a personal approach in every step, preparing tobacco products just for you. We source top quality leaf through the personal connections we've made around the world, hand blend that leaf, and carefully package each tin. Each product from special releases like our small batch line to our most popular mixtures like Autumn Evening, are made right here in south carolina by professionals dedicated to providing the finest of smoking experiences lighting up a pipe is an exploration through evolving flavors thoughts memories and even dreams from our hands to yours cornell and deal tobaccos are your passport for that voyage provided by people who like you value the journey
1: we're back on the pipes magazine radio show and joining us it's the day after christmas of 2023 and we couldn't get jolly old saint nicholas so who we got is very young and energetic and happy nick the producer guy from the get piped podcast nick welcome to the pipes magazine radio show brian it is an absolute pleasure Thank you so much for having me. How's this for a gift opening after Christmas on on jolly old Boxing Day? I don't know.
3: I really don't know how many people would think it's a gift, but <laughs> we'll we'll we'll
1: see. We'll see. And you know, hello everyone. My yeah. name is Nick. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I am jolly. Yeah, and, and we couldn't we couldn't get Saint Nicholas because he's he's exhausted right now. So, mm. uh, yeah. so. fun fact, yeah. I was. In
3: high school, I did dress up as a Santa Claus once. There is photo evidence of this. And it was like for a local thing. And yeah, they the Santa didn't come. And my school was like, all right, we need some, someone fast.
1: And I was like
4: uh,
1: helping out or whatever. So I also got conned into being the world's only Jewish Santa Claus once. <laughs> uh, because my wife's Girl Scout troop was doing... Uh, it was. Had ra- had gotten a whole bunch of gifts for an for an orphanage, and they wanted a Santa Claus, and I was the only male. I didn't get. I didn't volunteer. I got conscripted. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel sorry right. for. I mean, those kids were orphans on Christmas, and and then they had to put up with me. Um, anyway, they had to see you. Yeah. yeah, I tried my I tried my best. So, uh, let's get to know you. Uh, I think we know a little bit about you, but a lot of my listeners may not know about you because you hardly get a word in edgewise between all of adam's gibberish um yeah you uh, you you're uh, you're about his age you grew up in new hampshire you guys are uh, like like lifelong buddies and uh, known each other since you were three years old riding tricycles and throwing rocks at each other for the most part uh yeah i grew up
3: in new hampshire uh a new englander and just we're, we're a different Breed of people, so shout out to all my New England people. We have to <laughs> endure that those harsh winters that we were talking about before the show. But yeah, yeah Adam, uh, also known as Get Piped, we didn't really grow up together. We met in high school. I think about our sophomore year of high school. We met running track and things like that, and playing sports. And yeah, since then we ran off to college. We went to separate colleges. We both went. Actually, went to military schools. Mine was more of a public university, um, which was Virginia Tech, but they had a cadet yeah. program there as well, mm-hmm. which I did. Met my beautiful, amazing wife there, and yeah, Adam started his whole Get Pipe thing. I think in twenty twenty one, like the YouTube channel, and we were kind of playing around with, or he was playing around with the idea of a podcast. I did a a podcast actually with my wife during COVID times, so mm-hmm. we just did it, uploaded it to a feed, and you know we got seven downloads from our friends and family a week or whatever it was but it was it was really impactful to us and it actually gave me a little bit of experience okay. albeit not too much where adam was like i want to start this podcast i'll bring you on as my producer guy you know you'll maybe come on every couple of weeks or whatever and and help with the the final cuts of everything and <laughs> just just turned out you know as a timer recorder we just had our 100th episode and yeah, yeah hundred episodes later, I've been on pretty much every single one besides maybe two or
1: three uh, where we had some, some difficulties. So your, your hundredth episode was so long. I felt like it was the end of 200 by the time we were done, yeah. but, um, yeah, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, yeah. As I said, your style, um, yeah. no, so, so, I mean, had you, when did, when did Adam sucker you into, I mean, get you hooked in, I mean, get you interested in smoking a pipe. How did, how did that happen? Yeah. So he had a
3: pipe. It was at a mutual friend of ours, actually one of our core group of four friends that we still kind of have from way back, way back in the day. Um, But it was his wedding. Adam uh, brought out a pipe. I think it was a Dunhill. I can't quite remember, but it was a beautiful pipe. We're hanging out in, it was a cold Tennessee night. There's a great story about that. Adam borrowed a Jeep from his buddy at training uh, they thought it was going to be warm because it was really warm in Georgia when they were leaving. By the time they <laughs> got the mountains of Tennessee, it was freezing. So we were we were driving around the highway. There was like uh, five, six of us in this jeep with the top down, absolutely freezing. But anyways, um, he brought out this pipe. He had a uh, beautiful uh, smelling.
1: I, I, I just I, I just gotta interrupt right now and think <laughs> this is an infantry captain in the army that's planning oh, yeah. that's planning this and doesn't know the temperature of where he's going, but go ahead. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. A- anyways, that's you know, he he's a what, what what does he always say? He's a problem identifier and problem solver. Uh but you know, the I don't know if the problem was identified at that point. It was, but the solution was we don't have the roof; it's at my buddy's house. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, th- we'll throw a jacket on. But, anyways, he he brought out this beautiful pipe. Had a, I think it was like a some sort of homemade cherry aromatic um, tobacco, mm-hmm. cherry vanilla, whatever it was. And yeah, I just tried it, and it was hooked. It was so good. So, <laughs> it's been downhill yeah, just downhill ever yeah. since. <laughs> it's been exactly a lot. Have <laughs> spent a lot of money and a lot of time talking about pipes, which you know looking back and, and thinking about actually looking forward as well it's it's a very exciting exciting thing
1: yeah and and what i what i like most about what you guys are doing and if you if any of my listeners haven't listened to the shows go and listen because i mean you guys are in your you're in your mid-20s you're at the beginnings mm. of of your lives and discovering things and and finding your way and uh and it's kind of fun to go along on that on that ride with you especially for those of us that are stuck in the mud and doing the old-fashioned things (laughs) and stuff uh so what was your what was your first pipe that you bought or did adam give you one of his castoffs so the
3: first ever pipe i received was actually from adam it was a groomsman gift for his wedding it was sort of this custom made uh like churchwarden y pipe and it had sort of these runes on the front i think it was uh basically it's spelled out or the initials were like nick son of michael which is my dad's name Mm -hmm. it's just kind of lord lord of the ringsy type thing yeah and it's uh it's really cool i still have it i think i've smoked it once just because i've it's this wooden pipe wooden you know wood shank uh, and it's i love it I, i i show everyone when they come to visit it. So that was technically my first pipe I guess, but my first pipe I ever purchased was a, a Peterson. I think based on the the recommendation
1: of Adam. So. Yeah. I mean, can't go you know, perfect place yeah. to start with. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then and from that point on I I I understand um well, I guess for you standing up next to Nick at your wedding is perfectly fine cuz I heard that there was something about you came in second place at some uh, thing at your high school, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh I did just find out before this episode, Adam sent in some things to ask about. But the first, you know, he- here's the thing. I- I'm going to lay this down here. I beat Adam at pretty much everything really? in high school. Everything. <laughs> Track and field. You know, I was the whatever here. And, you know, Congress, student Congress, whatever it was. But he beat me at this one thing. It was a... It was actually a male pageant show. It was called yeah. Mister MHS. <laughs> MHS was, you know, the high school that we went to, and a bunch of guys. We we were all in it. You know, we did these funny skits uh, for for the audience. Uh, we had like a skill best dress, like we had our tuxedos on and everything. And uh, Adam Adam did win. He did. He beat myself out and uh, another one of our you know core group of buddies. <laughs> so.
1: Uh, and now, not to beat this any further, but I will because that's what I do. Um, <laughs> did you get married before him? Yes, technically. Yeah, because yeah, I did. Because I also understand you have kids and he doesn't.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been with, you know, get wifed, <laughs> his, his beautiful wife for, geez, I remember when they started dating our sophomore yeah. year of high school. Uh, funny thing is, there is a picture on the internet of, me with his wife Dana on my shoulder freshman year of high school, so I always send it to him every now and then just to be like, remember, you know. Anyways,
1: <laughs> hold on, kids, it's the day after Christmas. Let's keep it clean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. No,
3: but uh, yeah, yeah, I we got
1: technically married before
3: them, but you know, they're they're they have their own sort of relational wisdom
1: that you know my wife and I were were a few years behind that, but yeah, it's still. It, all right so as of this time of recording it could be before it we're we're doing this before christmas uh so Mm -hmm. you don't know if there are any uh pipes under the uh, christmas tree for you but uh how many pipes are in your collection now i think i have a total of 25
3: (laughs) and yeah that's as of right now and i've been on a big artisan kick where Pretty much all of my latest pipes, definitely within the last year and maybe the last year and a half, have been artisan pipes. And my latest, latest one was a Smith House pipe, actually at the Las Vegas International Pipe Show. Yeah. And it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. And I think before that, I got one at the Smitty Cigars event in uh, r- right around Atlanta, Georgia. I got a Stephan Cashwell little poker and. Oh man, they're, they're beautiful. I've, I've come to absolutely love artisan pipes and I know most, you know, most, most folks do, but just, just the, the beauty and and shaking hands with the folks. It's, it's so rewarding and something I did not know
1: that I would get with this hobby. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, Christmas traditions and pipes and more with uh, Nick. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute.
5: for over 150 years, Peterson has welcomed all pipe smokers. It's the preferred choice of the thinking man and the everyman alike, and our workshop too is a place of hospitality and warmth. Hi, I'm Glenn Whelan, and for me, Peterson is a family tradition I've known since my childhood. My dad, Tony Whelan Jr, worked at Peterson for 53 years and has been my home since 2003. From sweeping our factory on a Saturday morning, to managing our store, to now steering our international distribution, I've seen the craftsmanship poured into each Peterson pipe. It lives in Jason's discerning eye as he handcrafts our silver accents, and in Wojciech's able hands as he carves our rustications. It abides in Willie's grading and in Warren's papering. Peterson has welcomed us as contributors to its legacy, and it's a welcome we always extend to you. Cade Mila 100,000 welcomes, wherever you come from, whosoever you be.
1: back on the pipes magazine radio show with uh nick the producer guy from the get piped podcast you'll see him on the get piped youtube channel occasionally and sometimes he's behind the camera and getting all those angles and stuff all right nick Uh, um so rumor is you don't you don't you don't get an opportunity to smoke all that much because hmm. you're you know you've got you've got young kids you've got you know, you're married, uh, you got 25 pipes. So does that mean that your pipe rotation is like a two month long rotation now? <laughs> <laughs> it might be more than that. At yeah. this point, I've actually, uh, I've taken, a
3: you know, a page out of your book and I've actually been hand rolling my own sort of cigarettes mm-hmm. and I've been using pipe tobacco cause that's all I have as of right now. Um, and it's been, it's been wonderful and actually, Producer wife, my again, my beautiful wife. She she takes a, a puff every now and then, and it's like, oh, this this one's really good. This one, don't do this one again. Yeah. And I'm actually getting some tobacco in uh, from an artisan blender right now, and it's I'm really excited about it. It's Jim from Emerson Southern Forge. Mm-hmm. I don't have it yet. I think it's coming within the next couple of days, but he's going to be sending some some stuff over for me to sample. And yeah, I'm just excited about it. It's it's great when folks in the community hear about something someone's enjoying and then go out of their way to sort of send that to them or help them out or introduce them to something new.
1: Yeah. And, and listen, it's also the way that, you know, in the tobacco factories, Mm. the, the old tobacco, the leaf guys that were doing the blending and everything, the way they would test a bale is to go up and break off tobacco, crumple it up and then roll it as a cigarette Oh, and taste test what the, what the bale was like. Um, so it's a perfectly, I mean, it's a great way to get a five to 10 minute yeah. little respite of a smoke in between, you know, diaper changes and, uh, you know, and dishes and jobs and, you know, running back and forth. So no, I like, I like that you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: it's, it's one of those things where I think it was uh Mr. Neil Osborne. He talked about actually on our podcast. He's, he said, you know, or maybe it was it was you, I can't remember, you know, just saying that you're a I'm a smoker, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and that can have such a interesting connotation in today's sort of culture and it's like when you when you think of a smoker, I feel like a the average person on the street would be like, you know, Sowing like this and yeah, yeah, like they're they're smoking twelve packs a day of Marlboro Reds or whatever. You're gonna drop
1: dead and kill three babies while you do it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Whatever.
3: But the the joy that sort of this new kind of I don't want to say realm, but this this sort of transition period in my smoking journey has Mm -hmm. been recently. With you know, we have a a baby; she's about to turn one, and my son's going to be turning three in March. It's been so perfect for this time, and I've had to fall back on that a lot, especially when I'm like, I do want to, I really want to smoke my pipes, but sometimes I just don't have the time yeah. to to sit down, pack a bowl, and be out there for 45, whatever minutes. And that, you know, one hand rolled thing, it's it's so enjoyable, and it's it has actually afforded again my wife and I some time to to sit back and honestly relax for 10, 15 minutes. So yeah Yeah, no that's really great
1: yeah that's that's really cool i mean uh, all right so i want to ask you a couple of questions about the get piped podcast okay um you guys do first of all let me say this um you guys put a lot of work into it I mean, yeah. a lot of work, especially with writing like the pipe dream stories and, mm-hmm. and the, all the different little things that all the parts and bits and pieces <laughs> and research that you guys do. And I'm sitting there looking at it going, Oh my God, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. Thank God they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, so, so check that out. Yeah. I mean, some of these pipe dreams things and some of these 15 minute stories that you guys are writing, that's gotta be a lot of sitting down and writing and and then rehearsing and rewriting and practicing it yeah it is and that's the thing so that
3: goes into like the not having too much time aspect and yeah it's 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 one of those things where i'm also there's some some lull times at work where you know i i'm kind of in a sales part where i'm getting calls sales calls type of thing people are calling me looking for stuff you know sometimes they're just lulls sometimes Mm -hmm. i got minutes to write something down real quick or you know we got show notes for every show so i'm writing stuff down real quick but it's it brings about you know writing these stories and, and some of the pipe dreams are some of them are com- community submitted mm-hmm. where maybe they do one or two and we have to fill in one or two whatever it is so so that's good that takes away some of the time but the ones we do have it you know we're, we're thinking all day. We're kind of going about We're Adam and I are always talking all the time. I think this weekend is actually <laughs> one, of, one of the few times we haven't talked too much. But, you know, we've both been busy, but we're just kind of bouncing ideas back and forth and just coming up with new things. So, I yeah,
1: I like it because it's um, it's. It's like the sci-fi fan, the fan fiction stuff yeah. that's written for sci-fi. But this is like pipe smoking, fan fiction, mm. folklore. You know. uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and here's here's the thing. There was someone who told Adam kind
3: of when he was first starting we were first starting it. Like, how are you going to continue to do a pipe smoking podcast every week? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and with what you want to do and not being an interview format like you where it's... Yeah you know, you can call people and have amazing conversations with them. We're we're creating a new realm, a new sphere of this community that we didn't even know we were going to create in the beginning and, and work on with the community to create as well. But it's one of those things, you just, you got to have the mind and, and get outside of that sort of, you know, that mentality that you're in and be like, we can do whatever we want. We can have a you know, a pirate with two peg legs smoking a corn cob, if we want, like yeah. <laughs> it's made up and it's, it's, it's great, but it, we always try to bring it back to the focus of pipe smoking and tobacco. And I think so far out of, you know, through a hundred episodes, I think we've done, you know, admittedly a good job at that. And it, I'm excited to see where it goes next.
1: Yeah. I just remind people that, you know, when George Lucas proposed the idea for star Wars, <laughs> They said, that's too long of a story. Why don't you just take a part of it? And he said, okay, well, we'll do chapter four as the first one. Mm. And he had all, you know, he had all these stories lined yeah. out. And, you know, so you just build on it and you just think about it. Um And then you work yeah. in some real pipe and tobacco stuff into it so that it's got some real world stuff. And right, uh, Adam's got some odd opinions of stuff. but um, He does. That's okay. But yeah. And, and he talks a lot. He really does. I might have referenced that a little bit, <laughs> possibly. Um, but you did do a hundred shows. I can't remember what we did for our hundredth show. Cause that was so long ago. Oh, oh. here we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. I'm going to have to talk to Bo and JD all about this. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what are some ideas that haven't made it into the get piped podcast? Things that mm-hmm. you just thought were too far, too fast. I, I know you guys, you guys mentioned in your hundredth episode that you got dialed back on the, um, uh, on the uh, movie rating scale from uh, from PG-13 down to a little bit more G?
3: Yeah, well,
1: I think we have gone
3: into this with the idea of we're going to be clean, like right? Like, we want to be clean in everything that we do. Does the occasional, you know, I don't even want to call it necessarily a curse word, but whatever it mm-hmm. is, slip out?
4: Yeah.
1: Passionate, and-
3: and colorful metaphor. Exa- there <laughs> I love that. And and it does, but ultimately I there's probably 97% of our episodes, which is perfect because that means there's 97 episodes that we are 100% clean and I would have confidence that most people and their children could listen to it. Um, but in terms of things that haven't really made it most things cigar related we haven't dipped our toe into that too much we tried and we weren't really successful at it, so we're we're gonna we're probably gonna wait a little bit until we learn more. And that's for like our main event series is series. Uh, will we do sort of like segment based things? Yeah, hmm. every now and then. Um, most things not related specifically to pipe smoking or tobacco have not been brought in. So when I say that, I think about the. Um, I think it was father to father series of country squire or mm-hmm. where they discussed their, you know, kind of upbringing and and their struggles and triumphs as fathers that obviously Adam is not at that position, but we both don't think it's appropriate and that maybe not appropriate. Isn't the right word, but we're not at that point in our journey yet to, to kind of, you know, branch out to those yeah. sort of things. But I'm trying to think, there isn't too much else that we, we haven't really brought in just because the, the fantasy side is so large and you can kind (laughs) of mold it and meld it to do
1: what you want with it. And so much fun. Um, How often do you actually, do you yourself actually get a chance to sit down, pack a bowl and and smoke a pipe now?
3: Yeah, I would say probably once every couple of weeks, to be honest. And that, that, Lately, that might be pushing it. We've just been pretty busy at nights, and you know, we had a great question from. I think you, you may know him. He's he's probably sent some stuff. Smoke Baca, also known as our good friend Don. Uh, he he asked a great question for our series. It's called It's called This or That. We got to choose one thing or the other. And he did pipe smoking or is like spending time with your children. Pipe smoking or quality time with wife pipe smoking or visiting with friends and it was so interesting that for every single one of them i would have chosen the latter like i, I wouldn't choose pipe smoking over mm-hmm. spending time with my wife and this point in my life this point in my marriage this point as a father i think i've i truly 100 value that that familial aspect over pipe smoking any day and would it be good to incorporate both of them at the same time it would be but you know that isn't always there for me at this point and i'm i'm good with that and there was definitely a point and within the last year where i was not okay with that where i was really and still am missing missing the bowls Mm -hmm. and felt frustrated that i wasn't able to sit down but been very much okay with it
1: well and and the and as your kids get older they require less and less time yeah so you'll have more time and also the weather you know this time of the year it's not real conducive to going and sitting outside (laughs) especially because you live north of me which is you know as far as i'm concerned yankee land but you don't (laughs) live too far north anymore um Uh. But yeah, that, so that, no, but that's interesting. Cause then when you do get a chance to smoke a pipe, then it's more of a momentous occasion and it's a special it's event for you. So you spend time picking out the pipe and the tobacco. Yeah.
3: And, and like Adam and I, he was just visiting for a recording of our hundredth episode and we got to smoke our own tobacco together. Yeah. Right. The, the country squire, Quinn uh, Crawford over at the country squire blended us this amazing blend and we were able to, to sit down and enjoy a bowl together, and that meant so much, right? So I, I like it. It would have meant a lot no matter what because of the situation. But had I maybe every day been smoking, eh, eh, maybe it would yeah. would I have had just a little bit of a less, you know.
1: Yeah, and for those Ooh. of you that missed out, their hundredth their hundredth episode, tobacco. There was a hundred packages mm-hmm. of it, and what got me about it was. <laughs> there's some McClellan 5,100 used in it. So that uh, had to go back to like 2017 or 18. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, I was at the country squire. <laughs> why didn't I go looking in their back room for stuff? <laughs> um, so that's what I was sitting there thinking as I was raking leaves. Um, like, Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I, compl- I you, you got me completely off track. Thank you. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> um, so like with any like with any younger pipe smokers that I have on the show and you are young, you're 26, 27, yes. whatever you are. You're younger than my son, older than my daughter, so I gotta keep an eye on you. Um <laughs> but you're married, so that's fine. Uh do you have any uh, any questions for, for me, the aged old uh you know, wisened uh pipe smoker? Yeah, I I've been trying to to, to think about
3: this, and I guess my biggest question especially as it as it comes to like new fatherhood you know i'm I'm three years in it's like how in the in the early stages did you like introduce your children or tell them about your hobby and stuff like that did you was there anything in particular
1: yeah they so my kids grew up around me smoking Mm -hmm. um and at that point, smoking cigarettes, smoking cigars, smoking a pipe and everything. And then they just kind of eased into it. Uh, and, you know, just knew that it was part of dad's thing. Right. Um, I didn't, uh, there was times when I did not smoke in the house because our house was either too small or didn't have a place for smoking or we were renting and didn't, you know, so it was just duck outside for quick cigarettes. Uh, but then as they got older, you know, the pipe smoking became more and more important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just kind of, you know, associated the smell with dad. Um, there was a couple times where it bumped up because I was, uh, I was asked to come into my son's middle school for, uh, you know, for career day and what do you do? And I, but I couldn't mention <laughs> that I sold tobacco. Hmm. So I talked about the life of a traveling salesperson, you know? <laughs> And the, and middle school kids are yeah. too are so dumb they don't ask what well, what do you sell you know well, yeah I, you know, I sell widgets and doodads yeah uh, fidget spinners yeah yeah <laughs> um, now also coming from a uh, from a California family which I've managed to uh, you know get a lot of that California off of me mm-hmm. um, you know I it was it, I was jokingly referred to as the drug dealer because I sold tobacco and tobacco's Ah. bad. But on the other hand, the minute marijuana got legalized there, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there was that oxymoron um, or that whatever it is. One of them fancy words. Now Adam can laugh at me for missing a word. Uh, But yeah, so it's just, you know, as long as you just tell, I I always told the kids, I said, look, with the pipes and the cigars, I don't inhale them. Right. I do enjoy them. I don't get that much nicotine from them. So you're not getting it into your lungs and a little bit of nicotine is okay. Cause it's in tomatoes and potatoes anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so don't vilify it. I, uh, to a lot of people, I associate it with, you know, if a guy comes home and drinks a 12 pack of beer a night, that's an alcoholic. If a guy comes home and has a beer or two, that's not bad right right yeah that's not a problem um and then i also used to tell him all right especially when we went on trips to like disney world and stuff like that i'd look at him all right uh, dad's union break that means i go sit in the smoking area for 20 or 30 minutes and you guys go somewhere else and just leave me (laughs) alone for 20 or 30 minutes so
3: uh, I love that.
1: I uh, love the union breaks. Yeah. Whenever yeah. we're doing work around
3: here and I'm with my father-in-law, he's always like union break, go grab the coffee and just
1: <laughs> sit around. Yep. Dad's union break. Well, what do uh, we do? There's... What would we do? Well, go do something. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Just go over there and do it, <laughs> do it away from <laughs> me. Um, and you also have a, you, uh, you, you hold a special place in my heart because you oh. are a military spouse yes so while your wife is actively serving but i understand she may not be serving for active for too much longer she's actually done
3: done she is yeah officially will be done at the end of january but started terminal leave basically so she doesn't have to report anywhere anymore so she is done and i want to give a huge shout out to her she starting in January or technically February well actually no starting in January she will be staying at home with our children and uh yeah we're gonna take it year by year um I'm very excited about it and there's been already a lot of support from family and friends and you know even actually our kids are in daycare right now and they've you know been super generous and offering tips and tricks and all this stuff so (laughs) it's a big big crazy step to to be doing and who knows where we'll be in a year but yeah, I'm just it's it's a crazy, exciting, anxious time
1: right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> she she may look at you and go, Why am I always here now? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> oh man.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. And uh so the Army Navy game has got to be pretty interesting. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm gonna
3: probably not be a fan of a lot of your fans, but yeah, we don't watch football. Oh, okay. Don't.
1: We're no. yeah, we're like eh. yeah. Yeah, right. I, I heard some, I heard something about sports. Uh, <laughs> all right, finally, before we go to the fast five final questions, what is uh, Christmas? Christmas with uh, producer with Nick, the producer guy, is it Christmas Eve and then, or is it Christmas morning? What's the big day? What's the big time? Definitely Christmas Day and it's been interesting actually
3: today uh, my wife and I were creating a list of we're trying to do our own traditions we're trying to make traditions which is such an interesting thing to walk through is like we're about to make a tradition even though tradition is something that has always been done anyways (laughs) so we're, we're definitely Christmas Day opening presents celebrating whatever it is but we're trying to work in some some new things for our kids, and we're at the age that our son's about to be three, and it's just such an exciting age. Yeah. To, uh, you know, already have him thinking about certain things and excited about things. So
1: recognizing but, and remembering things. Yeah. Oh, and repeating a yes. lot of words and phrases and. Oh yes. When we're done, when we're done recording, I'll tell you the story of what my daughter said at that age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I will Uh, not say that over the air. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, Nick, we'll wrap this up with the fast five final questions. No right answer. No wrong answer. Just whatever comes to your mind. Are you ready? I, I think I am. What is your favorite pipe? My favorite pipe
3: is my Nate King Piccadilly. I love it. A lot of connotation, like great things behind that. Got it at my first pipe show. And yeah, I
1: love it. And what is your favorite tobacco?
3: My favorite tobacco is Colt Blood Red Moon. That's the one I started with and, mm. yeah. yeah, still
1: very enjoyable. And what is your favorite drink?
3: My favorite drink would have to be, hmm, hmm right now, I'm at, I'm honestly going to say, like, mineral water. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just is so good, and it's great to pop a top and have something other than
1: just regular water. <laughs> <laughs> something bubbly and fun when it's time to relax do you prefer a book a movie or music i prefer Ooh, i was gonna say a book
3: but i i think i'm gonna go with music
1: yeah i see the guitar
3: yeah yeah, yeah i don't really play too much anymore but it is nice to just kind of sit down and pull up some chords that i do know like the c d g
1: and i have two decorations like that over there yeah exactly uh finally do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory or maybe a really embarrassing adam memory that you'd like to share on the pipes magazine radio show with my very 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 large audience (laughs) let's see embarrassing adam memory and while you're thinking about that I understand I was your number one downloaded uh, Spotify were... episode well John David Cole was my number one for Uh-oh. the Pipes Magazine radio show so
3: yeah you you were so okay. Con- congratulations i'm glad we could uh, we could talk about that in person i'm, but... number, I'm number one on
1: somebody's list
3: <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know if i have anything on air i can can say about Damn. adam but uh, in terms of my pipe smoking memories Oh, man I, I would definitely say the my first las vegas show and i'm not trying to you know toot your horn but no. having that first pipe <laughs> pipe show experience with the people that i did you know our both my wife and adam's wife were there we got to meet new people i that just whole weekend and couple extra days Will probably go down as as one of my favorite times, and the show was great. Uh, everything we did in and around the show was great, and yeah, it's it's hard to like pinpoint an exact time yeah. during that time frame. So I'm just gonna lump it all together. Definitely the the 2022. Las
1: Vegas International Pipe Show. And, and you show. got to save our Saturday night dinner, too, because you, you figured go. out the projector. Um, <laughs> Even though I couldn't figure out my mic yeah, before well, recording. Yeah, well, that's okay. And your youngest child was with you. Was with you. Yeah, technically. Technically. Technically, yeah. she
3: was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nick, the Get Piped podcast is available everywhere podcasts are. If you're not listening, tune in. Put it on in the background while you're doing stuff. It's great companionship while, uh, mm-hmm. you know while you're doing it. Keep up the good job. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your whole family.
3: Thank you. You as well, Brian.
1: And we'll be back in just a minute. (laughs)
2: This is internet radio and
1: we are back on the pipes magazine radio show. It, make sure to check out support what the guys are doing with the get piped podcast, because, you know, listen, uh, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. I'm not getting any younger. Mike Murphy's not getting any younger. So, uh, we got to support these young guys and keep them going on their podcasting ways. All right. Okay. Now on to music and the final music of the holiday season and this one comes from uh, Casey Ghost himself, and uh, he requested uh, Oh, Beautiful Star of Bethlehem by a very young Alison Krause. I couldn't find a really good version of it. So what I did find is the same song by Emmylou Harris. So that's what we get here. to counter the country folk and the uh, beautiful lady's voice of Emily Lou Harris. Uh, Tad had requested a while back that we play some Dean Martin. So we'll end the holiday music with uh, Dean Martin and Walking in a Winter Wonderland.
0: Stay by the rain. Are you- and a lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird. Here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along. Walking in a winter wonderland Yeah, in the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he is Parson brown He'll say, I'm "I'm married." married, we'll say, no man Oh, but you can do the job when you're in town Later on, we'll conspire As we dream by the fire to face unafraid, the plans that been made, walking in the winter wonderland. In the land.
4: we can build a the snowman,
0: then pretend that he is nice and brown. He'll say, Are you married? We'll say, No man, but you can do the job when you're in town or later on. We will conspire, as we dream, by the fire, to face unafraid the plan that we made, walking in the winter wonderland, oh, walking in the winter wonderland, you hear me talking, walking in the winter wonderland.
1: What a way to end the holiday music with two classic performers, uh, Emmylou Harris and Dean Martin. Thanks to everybody for all the song recommendations for this year. And we'll uh, start thinking of your recommendations for next year. Oh boy, we've got a message. And remember, if you have a comment or question, the best way to get it to me is to email it to me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at PipesMagazine.com, or post it on the Pipes Magazine radio show page at PipesMagazine.com. And uh, just a quick mailbag this week, two things. One from Dino for last week's show. Uh, he says, uh, thank you, Jeremy, for helping to clear up some of the many Perique myths that have been floating around recently. That was a nice discussion of Chuck's and your Christmas traditions and memories. I also greatly enjoyed the conversation about Chuck's writing for his various publications. The Newsboys' Jingle Bell Rock was not as annoying as most versions of this song. It was actually quite good. Uh, Ella singing Frosty with Frank DeVol's orchestra was delightful. I second Chris's uh, sentiments in his note to you. Thanks for a truly entertaining show. May we all have a happy and healthy new year, Dino. Same to you, Dino. And then uh, we do appreciate iTunes ratings and reviews, and we read them all, including this uh, two-star one that came in on December 7th. It says, new host, please. (laughs) Uh, It would be nice if the host would spend less time talking about himself and trying to be the focus and allow the guests to use the lion's share of the time to speak and share their views. The show gets stale quickly because of this. The guests are always quite interesting. And that's from uh, Magnum207. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for the review. Uh, It'll be up to Kevin Godby if there's a new host or not. And, uh, hey, we appreciate it. So Keep those comments and questions coming emails, Brian at pipes, uh, Spotify ratings and reviews are much appreciated there too. And in the new year, we'll start going through some of those Q and a things that are apparently buried in there and, uh, get those read too. All right. In just a moment, instead of a rant or a rave, just a holiday message. Missouri Meerschaum Company has been continuously handcrafting authentic corncob pipes in the USA for over 150 years. They carry over 55 styles of cool-smoking corncob pipes, colonial area clay pipes, and affordable hardwood pipes. From exciting new pipe and tobacco releases to accessories and more, Missouri Meerschaum Company is a must-see at www.corncobpipe.com.
0: Missouri Meerschaum Company, authentically original, authentically you ah the holidays and pipe collecting a grand tradition indeed and there's no better place to celebrate a grand tradition than at tinbids.com the pipe collector's auction site find that perfect gift for yourself or that special pipe collector on your list or sell those tobaccos pipes and accessories to make room for those new christmas arrivals your favorite things await you at tinbids.com the pipe collector's auction site Cheers and happy holidays from your friends at tinbeds.com. Instead of our
1: normal ending music and uh, rant and rave, uh, first of all, let me say thank you to uh, Nick, the producer guy, for joining me. Uh, Kevin and I want to send you out with this... uh, message for the season and it's a song from the voices of hope children's choir let there be peace on earth we wish you all the best this holiday season and new year and until next time